James earns millions from internet marketing. Tim's got millions of questions. Welcome to Freedom Ocean. Now, jump on in. Welcome back, listeners, to episode 43 of your favorite internet marketing podcast, Freedom Ocean. Right here is Timbo Reed. That's me. And over there is James Shramko. G'day, James. G'day, Timbo. How are you? Couldn't be finer. 69er. Thank you very much. Thank you for asking. Well, last time we spoke, I think we were talking about uh, your carb diet. I was wondering how that turned out. (laughs) I could have taken what you just said two ways, my car dying or my carb diet, both of which have happened, (gasps) right? So um, the car dying is a really quick one, and I think we touched on that, or maybe not. Uh, We certainly touched on the fact that it was dying. It's now died uh, so uh, I've got a new car. That was an easy fix. Not something I wanted to do, but something I had to do. The carb diet is rocking. It is rocking, mate. I am. Um, wait till you see me. People are freaking. It's freaking me out when people see me because they're freaking out. I've lost. I've lost ten kilograms in four weeks and about seven percent body fat, and I feel pretty good. Excellent. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, it is good. I needed to. Well, well, that means we'll be both a, bit, a little bit lighter when we catch up. We will. We will. I lost I, um, about five kilos in the last three weeks. Be, be, I'm interested to hear about that. Before we do, because clearly the new listener is going to be tuning in going, what's this, this show? A weight loss blog. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. What are these guys? Who are these guys? What are they? But um, interesting because I think, I, I, I do think, and I've done, I've had numerous discussions about this, but us desk jockeys, need to remain healthy. And I've finally learned that after however many years. So it is actually a really important discussion. So um, how have you lost five kilograms in how long? Uh, just the last few weeks. Okay, what have you done? Went to um, Manila, got a bug. Got sick. And uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> basically just completely lost my appetite uh, and had a nice detox, you know, wow. all in one. Yeah, right. And, uh, so just basically not being able to, not feeling like eating and um, mm-hmm. not uh, not being able to hold anything in anyway, got me back mm-hmm. to, to just, basically I went straight off um, everything. I just went back to plain foods and stopped taking coffee and obviously no milk. So really it was just a, a massive reduction of appetite mm-hmm. and I just went from 97.9 down to 92.9. So without any intention, it's not like you want, did you want to lose weight? No, I mean, I was still chubby anyway, but this is, this was just a uh, side effect, yeah, of, um, of getting a bug. Mm. So you'll probably put it back on because you kind of, you're well again and you'll be back eating like you used to? Well, no, I think I've, I think it's actually because I've gone a couple of weeks with a modified um, diet, I think my stomach shrunk a bit, my appetite. Yep. Uh, won't be as strong, and uh, you know I'm not taking as much uh, caffeine. So I think I've got a better chance of keeping it off than you do when you get back into carbs. Yeah, well, I don't know if I actually intend to. Like um, famous last words, but I'm enjoying it. I've had, um, in fact, I'm being interviewed by another podcast this week because they heard of what I've done and are completely against the carb diet and all that type of stuff. So uh, I'm open up to... Uh, uh, different ways of thinking, but oh, look, mate, I had to do this. I, I really had to do it from a um, 
just from a mental health point of view and a physical health point of view because um, when you feel, um, I was feeling sluggish and that impacts on your thinking and you're tired and you don't, you know, like, and, you know, deep down, like I'm quite a motivated person, but I was quite kind of, um, yeah, I was, I was just kind of realising that, that I was, it, was a, it was a dead end street, you know, and, and, you know, the fact that I had spinal surgery in September last year, it was like, has to be a wake-up call. You know, you know, for me, I was around at a mate's place about three, uh, no, it was longer than that now, five weeks ago, and he's a good mate, <laughs> and he tells me how it is, a bit like you, and um, he said, hold these weights, Tim, and he gave me two 15-kilogram dumbbells. He said, that's what you're carrying that you shouldn't be. <laughs> and, and at the time, I kind of go, oh, that's funny, Andrew, good one. But um, it actually had a little bit of an impact on something upstairs. Well, you know, I did uh, did something similar with my kids this morning. I showed them a 600ml bottle of Coke and I laid out 20 sugar sticks from those little sugar packets. And I said, that's that's how much sugar is in this bottle because there's 67 grams of sugar in those 600ml bottle of Coke. It's like 23 mi- yeah, yeah, yeah. Milligrams. And like when you see 20 sticks, you th- like if you go down to the coffee shop and someone says, oh, three sugars, everyone gasps. Like, <gasps> yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Three. Uh, but 20? Uh, if yeah. someone sat there and tipped 20 sticks of sugar into their coffee, you'd think they were a freak. But that's what's in like a 600 ml bottle of Coke. Yep. Yep. My, my big treat at the moment, I've got one in front of me, is Coke Zero. Never thought life had come to that, but uh, oh look, I'm not complaining, mate. I've had 45 years of eating donuts, uh, and um, <laughs> and I'm 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 actually I love I'm loving it. I've got to go. I actually don't have clothes anymore that fit. Um, haven't had that for a while. I keep going to the bloke up the top uh, of the street in the village, uh, getting my belt. You know those shoe repair stores. He puts an extra buckle in my belt and has a laugh each week. So, this um, is great. No, and to tie it back on topic, yeah, correct. I think um, two things. You're right. We have a, a tend to be in a reasonably sedentary um, environment if you're working on the internet a fair bit, um, and that's why I like to go and, and travel every few months. I bust out. I, I get on a plane. I go to another country. I move around, do things, walk and stuff. And the other thing is, it's all mental. The the whole. The whole game is mental. The more you can master your mind, the more success you're going to have. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So, uh, yeah, well, it's clearly. But what do you mean by that? Tell me, go, go a bit deeper on that. I will think of your brain like an operating system. Mm-hmm. And the, the cleaner software you can run, like the, the most efficient software, the, the best um, way, the best program that you can install on your brain the, the more it's going to be able to produce. And I think, you know, a very overweight person or someone who's stuck in their job or it, they're just looping bad yep. software programs yeah, around yeah, and yeah, around. Gotcha. That's yeah, an yeah. external manifestation of what's going on inside their head. Yep. Yep. No, very true. I um, you know, Look, I mean, even just <clears throat> in those last four weeks, uh, hopefully I've been thinking clearly for the last few years, but particularly I've, I've just noticed, I mean, there is a sort of a greater clarity um, I've been really busy, as you know, uh, and it hasn't helped the busyness. It's just helped me manage the busyness because I've done a bit of travelling the last couple of weeks and, you know, it's been hard. Yeah, it's been good to get out, but even travelling, like it's interesting you say travelling is kind of your way of moving around. I just found I was sitting on my ass in airports and, and my hotel rooms and taxis, but um, I know what you mean. It's good. A change of environment's good, but um, tell me a bit more because you, you, I reckon you're – 
you're one of the great desk jockeys. I mean, you, you, you're at your desk a lot. How do you not get sore? It may, you, maybe you've got, I certainly do. My body's different to yours and, you know, we're all different. But what do you do? How often do you get up and move around, James? Well, uh, we've discussed before, I've got the stand-up desk mm-hmm. and the sit-down desk. I've got some hand weights and kettlebells lying around the office here. So I also use an extension lead mm-hmm. on my headset. I don't use a wireless headset because I hate the fact that batteries run out every three seconds. Mm-hmm. So I have like a three-meter long extension USB cord. So that's my tip for anyone with a home office. Get an extension cord. That way you can move the cord to where you want to use it. Like I can carry it over to my camera and not have to bring the camera to the desk. But Mm -hmm. also I put my headset in and I can do weights while I'm standing up and doing a coaching call. I can uh, stretch or whatever. But also I think my routine is is good. I I, um, get plenty of sleep. I think most people don't get enough sleep. I certainly had far too little sleep for the last 20 years of my work. Mm -hmm. And uh, especially the last five, when I was really uh, crossing over into this new internet thing, I just didn't get enough sleep. Now I, I go to bed when I'm tired, I wake up when I wake up, mm-hmm. no alarm clocks. And I think that's a really good start. So, and so then I'm not trying to overcompensate with uh, putting sugar into coffees or um, add, add things to, to pet me up, like energy drinks and all that crap, mm-hmm. which are just going to kill you. So mm-hmm. I'm now just alternating two bottles of water. I have two bottles of water in the fridge. I, I grab one in the morning. I drink that. I go and fill it up and put it back, and then I grab the other one, and I've just been cycling those. So I'm keeping um, hydrated. Hydrated. And, yeah, I'm, I'm basically – I'm not sitting at my desk for long periods. It might seem that way, and I may be omnipresent on the web, but I'm really not – I chip away at it in small sessions. Like I, I do a burst of stuff and then I'll get up and I'll walk around. I'll go out, I'll walk up to the stables, I'll see what my daughter's up to or I'll go out, out the back there and see what, what the dogs are doing or I'll hop in the car and I'll pop down to uh, meet someone at a cafe or whatever. So I do actually move around a fair bit during the day on and off. And, and of course, I live in a two-level house, so there's stairs. Mm-hmm. I'm going up and down stairs a fair bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking around the yard. I'll grab my camera. I'll walk out somewhere into the the field, take a video, come back, set it up, download it. Then I'll go and see what the others are up to. Come back. Yeah. So basically, all I'm using a lot of different uh, movement. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know. Again, very different to being trapped in a cubicle. I also have a really good quality chair and a foot rest which mm. the guy in the, the office furniture said, you must have a foot rest if you're going to sit. What's that do? I don't know, something about the angle of the feet, but it takes the strain off your back and mm-hmm. a really good quality chair, not those big fat leather American director's no, no, chairs no, no, no. that you see with the wood panelled office. I'm talking about a more of a European um, mesh back oh, yeah. um, ergonomically correct chair. Yeah, even those uh, and I that was one of the best things. When I went from that $99 Officeworks chair to a $600 chair, my, uh, my back pain disappeared. Mm. Do you get mouse pain? I just pain? got a new bed yesterday. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Was that a big decision or you just went and bought one? 
Uh, yeah, well, I didn't even go, but it was it was just so <laughs> uh, a new yeah, bed. Yeah. Let's get one. Yeah, okay. Okay. Because when I went away, I slept so much better than than at home. I, like I was out just like a light and woke up feeling fantastic. And I yep. um, presumed that it was the bed, which was firmer and flatter. So did you ask the hotel what bed it was and went and got one of those? Well, when uh, the brief for the new bed was get the same ones they have in hotels. <laughs> I stayed at a height last week and the bed was sensational, but the pillows were like bricks. So, yeah, but the bed was I, – I used to stay – I used to go to Sydney uh, for an agency that I used to work for and they'd put me up at this hotel called the W at Woolloomooloo and they actually sold their beds um, in reception, their bed and bedding in reception. I mean, it was bloody good too. It makes sense. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Anyway, well, that's – there you go, mate. There's 13 minutes of health and fitness from James and Tim. But I think it's really important, you know, like that's – It is because, you know, I've been doing this for about seven years and I've been through stages where I hated my computer. I just absolutely hated sitting at my desk at my computer and I think it was partly poor posture um, being tired, the fact that I wasn't able to to make it pay for itself at some points, and mm. that I, I just built up a resentment. You know, I got even my wrists were sore. I just couldn't even type oh, at one yeah. point with my yeah, hands. Yeah, so yeah. I seriously think getting the right mouse, the right keyboard, the right seating, the you know the right um, extension leads for your headsets, that sort of stuff is going to make this sustainable. And that's really the key point. I have a sustainable routine now that I could maintain for the rest of my life. Yeah, I absolutely agree. One of the things that, um, and, and just to finish on the health topic, although we could go on for ages, but what we won't, um, we'll talk, we will talk business. Um, what I've done in the last four weeks is um, is literally remove carbs and I've been to the gym for half an hour every day. So it hasn't been – the hardest part's been getting up early <laughs> and waking up to an alarm. Freaks me out. You can never wake up happy to an alarm, I don't think. I don't do it. <laughs> Just don't do it. <laughs> That's freedom right there. No alarms. No alarms whatsoever. That's my gauge of it, yes. Yeah, yeah, Exactly. What is freedom? Good, good. Uh, that's a good uh, topic for a future podcast, mate. Hey, um, business. How's business? Business is good. Uh, it's yep. it's uh, at the time of recording. We're just easing into the end of the full financial year. It uh, has definitely been a record year for me. It's been a record six months. And if you recall, at the beginning of that six-month stretch, I think we, we had that discussion. Remember, you were back from holidays and I was just chipping yep. away through January? Yep. I firmly believe the most uh, the biggest incremental gains I've made this year have been in the, the, uh, in the quiet downtime. times in yeah, the quiet time. of others. So, so I really get that focus. And you had a big clean-out. You had a big clean-out and you really repositioned your, your whole kind of approach, didn't you? Repositioned massively. You recall I went to a, a centralized uh, news hub channel strategy with daily videos mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know, three or four a week. Uh, that has um, increased the, well, that particular site's up 60% on, you know, on a 30 day running average, just continuing. Well, hang on, what do you mean? What, what a particular site is up, up 60% in what traffic? It's a super fast business where I split it into channels by, Websites, traffic, reviews, software, and internet marketing and yep. business. So there's about six different channels. 
And I make a video every day or every two days for that. Mm. And lately mm. I've been able to uh, Eddie, really I, get I, I'm loving on the that. videos, mate. Yeah, ask me about it. Uh, well, I'm enjoying the videos. I'm interested to see, and this is something that's been on my mind because I experience it with small business, big marketing podcasts as well, is just measuring the success of those. So you're 60% up on traffic. So yep. Google's, Google likes what you're doing. You're clearly- um, Well, it's not just Google traffic. Completing it's, your descriptions or whatever it is that you're doing to get it indexed. It, you know, SEO, again, I just want to remind people, it's just one little piece of the pie. The, the other traffic is coming from direct yeah, referrals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's coming from brandable type-ins, which is such a huge point. You've got to create a brandable, memorable um, impact. It's coming from Facebook. It's coming from uh, press releases, and it's coming from my email list, which I, again, I exported 160 segmented uh items from Aweber and I imported the whole lot into Office Autopilot and then I segmented everyone by tags and now I have one customer record per person. Some people might be in there a couple of times if they've used different email addresses, but if they've only used one, then they're in there once. And now I'm able to communicate with the exact right person for the exact right thing, exactly where they're up to, depending on sequences and tags. So, for me, uh, to answer your question, how do you measure it? I go in and look at the heat maps of the video. I see what they're repeat, repeatedly watching and where they drop off the video. And from that, I know exactly what interests them. I'll give you a specific example. On one of my SEO videos, there is a sp specific spike at the 2 minute 49 mark. So I log in and I look at that 2 minute 49 mark and guess what I'm talking about? Penguin, Google Penguin, how to fix it. So I know that my SEO customers are very interested in Penguin. So that drives my content for the next episode and it helps me label that video on my website. And then if I'm doing a press release, I may want to put Penguin in the headline. The other thing I can measure open rates and click-throughs for my email list. I can look at my analytics and see how long people are staying for. I can see how many people are repeat customers, how many people are there for the first time. I can then look at my stats on my Facebook page to see which posts get the most interaction and to see if they happen to be the ones with the videos or not. And I can also measure my shopping cart and see what sales are up to. I can pretty much control my intake of sales for my products. But here's something that's happened in the last few weeks that hasn't really kicked before. In the last few weeks, I'm getting a huge amount of direct referrals for my services. Uh, people are coming to me saying, I hear you're the go-to guy for good quality, safe um, but effective SEO after Penguin and Panda. Because I've been communicating what I believe has happened in the market, I believe mm -hmm. it was always coming where the small-time operator was going to get squeezed out by slightly larger, more mature companies. We've probably talked about this maybe a year ago. It's happening now. Small, you know, two or three-man SEO guys with a subscription to a blog network cannot now offer reliable, safe, advanced SEO. They're just a Band-Aid solution. Mm -hmm. So they're being squeezed out. And now I'm picking up accounts of two or three or five or 10 customers 
from resellers who need to look after their customer but don't want to hire, train, manage, learn, stay in front of all these changes. They just can't. They're getting moved out by big companies like Google changing the game. June was the most change they've ever put out in a, in a whole month, you know. Mm. So it's just speeding up and for that reason, you know, we just add more people to our research and development team. We add more people to our support team. And we put a lot more focus on uh, curating and, and keeping our own properties, of which we just keep expanding and reinvesting into the business. So I think there's huge change going on right now. But how do I measure the impact of that strategic change? It's, it's there right there in the shopping cart, but it's also reflected in all those metrics I just mentioned. So one of the things that I want to ask you, and that was a great rant, James, love it. Um, and one of the things I'm keen to ask is going back to your videos, and I reckon they're great, they're full of quality content, clearly they're working for you. As a measurement of engagement, you're not getting a lot of, um, there's not a lot of likes or a lot of comments. And I see that on the show notes of one of my podcasts where, you know, I'd rather people listen to them and act on them than like them. Don't get me wrong. But what's your view on that? Well, uh, I don't need to see that evidence to know that they're being watched. I can see the actual engagement in Wistia and they're averaging about 79%, which I'm really happy with. And most people stick the entire way through because they're only for about two or three minutes long. But what I did notice, uh, and to put this in perspective, you know, I blogged for an, about a year and a half until anyone commented on my internet marketing speed blog. Um, I think they are, uh, they were commenting when I had them going to my SEO partner site. They were clearly starting to comment each week. And when I migrated across, um, what I have noticed in the last week, the uh, the more popular ones are getting comments. So I don't know when the when you looked at them lately, but if you go back and look at a few that are maybe a week old, you'll see that people are starting to comment. I think I'm I think the tribe's just moving across to the new site, and then we'll see that it gets picked up. But my prediction is that there will be a lot more comments in a month from now because I've been doing it for about what eight or nine weeks. And the, the eight or nine week ones are good. The other thing to consider is the internet marketing one is also going into my forum and the business one is going into my business community and some of them are getting syndicated across uh, four or five different blogs. So you may be looking at a very small part of the overall syndication. So I'll give you an example, an SEO one. It's going to be on Superfast Business, YouTube, SEO Partner, Link Juice, Reputation Management Authority, and uh, that's five separate places plus Facebook. That's six. So if someone commented in a few of those places, it, the overall picture is quite solid. Yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. I, 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 it's not as if they were the ones that I were looking at weren't getting comments. It just wasn't, I guess, from my point of view. You know, given the amount of time you've been doing it, and I've been doing it too, like you kind of think, gosh, you know, sometimes it'd be nice to get a whole lot of comments. And um, it was actually interesting. I was um, in my LinkedIn group this morning and um, people were saying, you know, um, it'd be great if you could, you know, for each episode of the podcast have a um, have a discussion happening. And I sort of came back and said it'd be nice to see it if um, – I'd, I'd rather the discussion happen in the show notes, but um, people were much keener to do it within the forum than they were in, you know, just add them to the bottom of show notes. You might see that in your super fast. 
Yeah, well, that's a, that is a, it's a fact. A lot of people ask me about my video in my community. <laughs> so uh, I put out a video on uh, for business tips and then someone in FastWeb Formula will say, you know, regarding that video, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, and then uh, so they will ask you in the place that, that is the right medium for them. But looking here though, uh, even from a few days ago, there are comments and they're giving suggestions as well, uh, such as put put times and stuff. So we've started adding that and, and we're getting tweets and likes and, and whatever. But the important thing is, and this is so important uh, for new products and new uh, magazines or new uh, blogs, you're not going to pick up all the audience in the beginning. It's going to be a continual slog until you get traction. And once you do, that's when the true power of it is there. So I think I'm not yet at the uh, the point where we get that traction, but I'm going to keep doing this because I think I've seen enough evidence for it to work when I was just doing it on, on the SEO site. And uh, I'm seeing also people are definitely referring me now. They know who I am and they trust what I'm talking about because I've consistently put out new content each week. And it is definitely driven around fact and I do my research and I've now got a process in place that allows me to put these videos out in about 15 to 20 minutes. So it's such a small amount of effort to get such a big result. Mm. Mm. Hey, mate, um, at the 26-minute mark, uh, I'm going to cut this episode short a little bit because, unfortunately, my Skype uh, is pretty ordinary. Uh, It won't come through in the end result. The listeners will hear a very, very clear podcast, but um, it is hard for me to hear you, and we we have stopped a couple of times to try and fix it. But anyway, that's all right. It's it's good to get back on the air. I reckon next week, mate, we do... um, a listener, we have another listener question, and there's quite a few stacking up there. So we'll get in there and maybe just uh, knock off five, six, seven, eight listener questions uh, in quick succession. What do you think? I love the listener questions very much. Love it, mate. Well, listeners, um, thanks so much for being a part of Freedom Ocean episode 43. I hope you enjoyed it. Go to freedomocean.com if you want to find out a little bit more about James or myself and what we can do for you. Until then, see you out in the ocean. See you, James. See you, Timbo. Thanks for diving into the Freedom Ocean with James Schramko and Tim Reed. You've just come that little bit closer to living the life you choose. Please keep in mind that the ideas, opinions, and information shared in the show are those of the hosts and do not reflect those of their past employers. And as far as future employers go, well, they're both pretty much unemployable. (laughs) 